When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Here's what's funny. As that discussion's going on on the ESPN app where you can watch Canty and Carlin every day from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, they're showing old pictures of Canty and guess who's got a chin strap beard back in the day? Yeah, I was 22 years old. Not exactly. But you were doing best, it intentionally. Not exactly the best style choice, okay? What the hell did you know at 22? At least mine was an accident. Not much. At least mine was an accident. Yours looked like, you know, you were trying to do that. That's all. I, I don't appreciate you taking shots at me. Listen. I, I don't appreciate it. I don't like it. It's ugly. It's not becoming. It's just it's not, it's not becoming of you. I, I just don't understand why you, you want to go there. You can't handle truth. That's your problem. Well, the truth is your beard's not going to grow back for months, so good luck. <laughs> can't get Carlin ESPN Radio and on Such the ESPN a bad app. bad guy. Good teammate, but a bad guy. Speaking of the Cowboys... Just a little while ago, Mike McCarthy addressing the media. And there's some news this week in that the Cowboys have let five assistant coach contracts expire. Uh, that includes the running backs coach who's been there forever, Skip right? Skip Pete, yeah. 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 Um, and then there were questions today about Kellen Moore and where he stands with McCarthy. Take a listen to this. I really don't want to play this game, you know, today. Um, um, it's been a long couple of days. So, um, we, Kellen Moore, and just like the rest of the coaches, will be evaluated. You know, every coach will be evaluated. So, um, the evaluation just, you know, it, it takes more one day. Hmm. What do you make of that? Uh, nothing good for Kellen Moore. Yeah. It sounds kind of ominous to me. I mean, think about it, Carlin. You let five coaches' contracts expire, and – Per sources down there in Dallas, I mean, you look at Clarence Hill Jr. from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram or Newey Scruggs, who covers the Dallas Cowboys for NBC down there in Dallas-Fort Worth. I mean, both of them have said that all of the coaches that were let go were, in effect, fired because those guys wanted to come back and they were not offered contracts. And that includes the assistant head coach. So, Carlin, it feels like there is a dramatic reshaping of the coaching staff, and Kellen Moore is going to get swept up in that. The only question that I would have about the situation is isn't Mike McCarthy an offensive mind? Isn't he oriented on that side of the ball? Yeah. So if there was something that Kellen Moore was doing that could ultimately undermine the expectations that they had on this team on the season, wouldn't Mike McCarthy or shouldn't Mike McCarthy step in and change it? I I don't like to irresponsibly speculate, but I'm going to do that for a moment. Okay. And the only reason is based on what I heard from Mike McCarthy. When he says it's been a long few days, you can hear that in his voice. Like, it sounds to me, if I'm reading between the lines, maybe too closely, that there's been a lot of discussions about what's gone on over the last few days. Yeah. That Jerry and McCarthy and whoever else has been involved more, uh, Dan Quinn, a- anybody, uh, there has been a lot of consternation about the situation as a whole. And part of that probably includes Mike. And I don't think it's Mike just exasperated at the notion 
of changing people on his coaching staff, has Mike felt 100% confident in his standing uh, in the situation? I hear a lot in his voice, and again, could very easily be reading too much into it, but that sounds like somebody who's not just exasperated by the question, but has been exasperated by what's happened this week. Yeah, but here's the deal. I don't want us to be in a situation where everybody all of a sudden is scapegoating Kellen Moore for all of the problems no. that the Dallas Cowboys have faced on the offensive side of the ball and the regression of Dak Prescott. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to say that Kellen Moore didn't have his part in it, but again, Mike McCarthy was hired to get this team to a championship, and Mike McCarthy's expertise is on the offensive side of the ball. A part of why Jerry Jones felt great about Mike McCarthy being his head coach is because of the work that Mike McCarthy did with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And Jerry felt like he had a championship-caliber quarterback in Dak Prescott. Now, Carlin, I know that Kellen Moore didn't necessarily bring his A game this season. He wasn't the best assistant coach, the best coordinator out there in the National Football League. But let's not disparage what Kellen Moore has done in his four years as the OC for the Dallas Cowboys. So if we throw out the 2020 year where Dak Prescott only played in five games, Carlin, in the three seasons, the three full seasons that Kellen Moore has had with Dak Prescott, this offense has never finished lower than sixth in total points. This offense has never finished lower than 11th in total yards. And Carlin, there are two years in there where this offense led the league in total yards. Kellen Moore knows what the hell he's doing as an OC. He does. Now, maybe NFL defensive coordinators have gotten hip to exactly what he's doing with his overall scheme. But in that instance, isn't it Mike McCarthy's responsibility to step in as the head coach and as one of the keener offensive minds in that building? Isn't this on him? I would think so. But the the fact is, he's not taking the slings and arrows. And in effect, if you're going to fire Kellen Moore, which is what it sounds like it's shaping up to be, where is Mike McCarthy's accountability in all of it? Here's Mike on his relationship with Jerry Jones. As far as my relationship with Jerry, I, you know, um, just using his word, we're 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 in a, we're in an excellent spot. You know, he's uh, the partnership that we have. He's he's excited about. Um, he told me a number of times this you know this week that he wants me to coach here as long as Coach Landry did, and I said, okay, you know, that's it's a long time, but uh, you know, so but. Um, you know, yeah, I, I feel really good about uh, our relationships. I think our, our ability to discuss and disagree is um, is we, we do a good job of that. So, um, and I think that's important. You know, because when you get into these these situations of free agency and you know these tough tough decisions, you, you got to be able to have those conversations. Does he want you to coach as long as Tom Landry did, or as long as Tom Landry did for Jerry Jones? Yeah, because that wasn't long. That was about a week. Yeah, Tom Landry <laughs> wasn't the head coach for Jerry Jones very long, and Jerry Jones made the decision to hire Jimmy Johnson, who ultimately took the franchise where Jerry wanted it to go, mm-hmm. which is on a dynastic run. And Carlin, I, I just. When you start talking about mass firings, which is what we're experiencing, which is what we're witnessing before our eyes with the Dallas Cowboys, why wouldn't you just move on from the damn head coach? I don't know, but what's interesting— If you're getting rid of everybody else, if you're firing the assistant coach, if you're firing Skip Pete, who's been there forever, hell, I know Skip Pete. That's how long he's been down. If you're firing all of these people, why the hell are you keeping Mike McCarthy? Why are you hanging on to Mike McCarthy? What does Mike McCarthy do well? Tell me one thing he does well. If it ain't offense, if it ain't scheming, if it ain't helping to game plan and sequence plays, what the hell does he do well? He's not great at game management, Carlin. 
He ain't responsible for what, the other day. He ain't responsible for what's going on on the defensive side of the ball. He's not a quarterback whisperer anymore. So just exactly what the hell does Mike McCarthy do? Chris, there are a couple of things here. Number one, uh, Mike McCarthy was completely outcoached the other day. And I don't know how you can be Jerry Jones and not look around the NFL and see the impact that a coach has on the quarterback, the head coach, and what their relationship is and where the success level is. Look at who's left. Look at who just beat you the other day. Yep. A seventh-round pick, last pick in the draft this year, outplayed your guy the other day because the other coach is better. That's why. And then secondly, there are reports out there, and it's not confirmed uh, yet, but there are reports out there that um, Dan Quinn is telling teams that are interested in hiring him as a head coach that he's staying in Dallas. Yeah, well, and this ain't on Dan Quinn. The defense stepped up. Defense, no, I understand Defense that. did their damn job in the I, playoffs. I understand that. But if you're Dan Quinn, how much longer are you going to wait for a head coaching job to stay in Dallas? That's what I don't get. Well, if you're Dan Quinn, you like, all— That raises my eyebrow to think maybe promises have been made. Well, I don't know about that, Carlin, but if you're Dan Quinn, you got a pretty good situation in Dallas. Think about it. You get to coach arguably the best defensive player in all of football, Michael Parsons. You got Demarcus Lawrence, who's a Pro Bowl player this year. You got Trayvon Diggs, who's an all-pro corner. You got a lot of pieces that you can work with on the defensive side of the ball. I understand that, but here's my problem. That can all go sideways on you quickly. Like You can be in a situation next year where let's say you have some injuries and that defense does not play nearly as well, and all of a sudden you're not so attractive. Well, here's the thing. I'd rather bet on that going sideways versus bet on going to a franchise that doesn't have it, that doesn't have a quarterback. Job. But that's my point, though. Think yeah. about the jobs that were out there that Dan yeah. Quinn was interviewing for. I'm not telling – I don't want to go to the Cardinals – I don't know that I want to sign up for the Denver Broncos. I don't know if I want to go to the Carolina Panthers. That job's off the table now. I don't want to go to those places. So if you're Dan Quinn, I can understand staying put and waiting another year and seeing how things shake out. See, that makes me think there's been further discussion. I don't know about that because here's the deal. If you're firing firing Mike McCarthy, then you're going out there and you're getting somebody like Sean Payton. I hope so. You're going out there and you're going to get the best best and the brightest. Yeah, no. That's who you're going to get. And that's the problem here. Why is this not being more actively considered? By by Jerry, by Sean for that matter, if Jerry's willing to hand it all over. I mean, that's obviously the biggest sticking point. There's no doubt. It's not money. It's not anything else. Jerry wants to win his way. And his way is with a coach who's under his thumb. Well, that's just not going to happen. You're not going to yeah. win that way. And that is something that he has never been willing to accept. And that is going to keep him from winning a championship. When he thinks that he is the smartest guy in the room when it comes to football, that's a major problem. No, it is. But now it's about being able to bring in staff members and an offensive coordinator that can get the most out of the talent that you have on this team. Now, Carlin, you and I both believe that the Dallas Cowboys have to get more explosive on offense. Yeah. I mean, of the big plays that the Dallas Cowboys were able to generate, that means plays of 20 yards or more from the line of scrimmage. Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb accounted for over half of them. Over half of them. There's an imbalance when it comes to the guys that you're leaning on. And listen, CeeDee Lamb is terrific. All-pro player. Tony Pollard is going to get a boatload of money in free agency, even with the broken ankle in the divisional round. But, Carlin, you got to have more. You got to have more. So, a part of 
what the Cowboys are faced with, some of the challenges that they have going into 2023. Yeah, coaching is a big piece of it. But also, there are some personnel issues on the offensive side of the ball that have to get fixed quickly. You know why, Carlin? Because the window for this team, as constituted, is not going to stay open very long. When you think about contracts that have to be doled out, Trevon Diggs, Mm. C.D. Lamb, those guys are eligible for contracts this offseason. Zach Martin, Micah Parsons, next offseason, you're going to have to deal with their contracts in a way. There are a lot of players on this team that are cornerstones that I don't know that you're going to be able to pay all of them top of the market money. So there's got to be more urgency reflected in the decision-making from Jerry Jones in order to accomplish the ultimate goal. If you're keeping Mike McCarthy, I don't know that that's going to get you where you want to go. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Are you blaming Kellen Moore? Are you blaming Mike McCarthy? Does a change need to be made? The lines are open for you right now, Cowboy fans, and it will be open in just moments for Jet fans. We'll explain in just 30 seconds. Canty and Carlin brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. The New York Jets are hiring former Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. He's got a proven track record of tremendous relationships with all the quarterbacks that he's ever worked with. You shouldn't hire Nathaniel Hackett because you think it'll bring you Aaron Rodgers. That's the lesson from the Broncos last year. Aaron Rodgers is a guy that they need on that football team. So this is an outstanding sign to me. I think we're pushing it. I think we're pushing it to suggest this is an outstanding sign. In fact... I think it's a big mistake on the Jets' part. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, I don't get it. If it's simply, if it's one of these two things, it's a huge mistake. Number one, if it's because he is Robert Sala's buddy, that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. And number two, if it's because the owner believes that Nathaniel Hackett will attract Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, that's a mistake. What happened last year with the Broncos? Didn't work out. The Broncos, as much as I think the Jets may be the best place for Aaron Rodgers to go, Mm -hmm. the Broncos would have been a better place last year for him to go. No doubt. Infinitely better. Yeah. And, And so with that being the case, if you're Aaron Rodgers, is Nathaniel Hackett really going to be the difference between you going to the Jets and not? Is he really? I don't know, Carlin. I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, do you want to sign up to go play for an organization where the head coach and the general manager are on the hot seat? Because we had Rich Semina, who covers the Jets for ESPN, on our show earlier today, and he says both of them are on notice going into 2023. And that might have been the impetus to go out there and hire Nathaniel Hackett as your offensive coordinator to give yourself a better chance at landing Aaron Rodgers should he should he decide that he wants to be traded out of Green Bay. But think about what you're hitching your wagon to. The possibility that Rodgers might bestow his good graces on you, if that doesn't work out, Carlin, just exactly where are you with your offense and with your program development overall? Well, here's Rich earlier with us, ESPN NFL Nation Jets reporter, on what this means for the Jets pairing Nathaniel Hackett with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I, I think there's definitely more. That it's not Aaron Rodgers or Bust. I think uh, there's other veterans on their list. Uh, Robert Sala said they're actually going to start meeting next week on that. Uh, he did come out today and said, he said, we're committed to finding a veteran quarterback which is really the first time he said that so clearly, so concisely. He'd been hinting about it in recent weeks, but now he comes out and says it. We're committed to getting a veteran quarterback. 
Obviously, the, the Rodgers speculation was already in, in full force before this move today, and now it'll become even that much more. So, yeah, it, it's going to make for some uh, several weeks of very interesting headlines and speculation because I know Hackett and Aaron Rodgers do have a very good relationship. Rich said that this was a Robert Sala decision. I want to believe that. I think it should be a Robert Sala decision. I fear that the owner was involved. The owner was definitely involved in moving on from Lafleur, but was the owner involved in wanting to bring him here with that hope? Because make no mistake, Woody Johnson wants the attention in this town. That's why they traded for Brett Favre when they did, and they haven't won in forever. They haven't made the playoffs in 12 years. You want to bring him in to win? Okay, He's got a lot of weapons around him. I get it all. Mm -hmm. I I understand it completely. Don't hire your coordinator just based on that, though. Because if he did, it's a huge mistake. Yeah, there's so much about it that doesn't pass the smell test, though, with Rich Samini suggesting that the Jets didn't do this just for Aaron Rodgers. They're going to look at other veteran quarterbacks. Think about it, Carlin. It's not like you got a long runway to figure all of this out. This has to be better next year. Okay, if you're going out and getting a Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo, there is no doubt going to be a learning curve when it comes to the nuances of Nathaniel Hackett's system Mm. versus the system that those respective quarterbacks are coming out of. I don't know that you got that much time. And this is a team that's ready to go. Carlin, if the Jets were just league average when it comes to points per game, which is right around 22, if they were just league average, this team, instead of having a record, Carlin, of nine and excuse me, seven and ten, they would be twelve and five. If they just scored twenty-two points a game, instead of being seven and ten, they'd be twelve and five. Offense is the biggest piece of this puzzle for this organization, and you're betting it all on Nathaniel Hackett to figure out. That's asking a lot. That's asking for blood from a stone, and I I just don't see it. And I, and I also question from Nathaniel Hackett's perspective why you would take this job. Because and, and you have a head coach who could very much be in uh, under pressure this coming year, on the hot seat, frankly. And it's one of those situations where you don't have a quarterback yet. Why is this good for a guy that's going to get paid for the next three or four years to take this job when you could be – out of football again next year. Desperation makes for interesting bedfellows. But he shouldn't be desperate. You, know, you, you, you say he shouldn't be def- desperate, but you want an opportunity to stay in the show. You want an opportunity to stay in the National I, Football But league. you don't think you would get a look next year as a coordinator? I don't know about I don't, I, I don't know that the stink of this is going to wear off anytime soon in terms of what he did in Denver. So He's that's where, that's that desperate that, to prove that, that, it wasn't that's his where, fault. Yeah, that's where you and I see it differently. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think he could have come back next year and – gotten a coordinator job that would have been in a in a better situation. Who the hell is going to look at Nathaniel Hackett to fix things on the offensive side of the ball if it's not Nathaniel Hackett bringing distance Aaron Rodgers? Chris, distance between time when it happened and when you actually hire somebody. Or maybe it was all his fault and whoever the hell the Denver Broncos hire is going to look like an offensive genius. Well, if it yeah, was, if it th- was, that makes Nathaniel Hackett look even worse in 2024. Well, it, it makes the Jets look even worse. <laughs> it really does. If they if that comes up now and they've hired him, it makes the Jets look even worse, which is something that we're used to. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. In just moments, it is one of our favorite games to play. It's called Canty or Canty. Hello! Plus, there are plenty of you that want to get in. The lines are buzzing on both Mike McCarthy and... 
and this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, clandestine situation in Dallas at the moment, and on how the Jets have handled this situation and hiring Nathaniel Hackett to potentially get Aaron Rodgers. Just the mere premise, I could barely even spit that out. (laughs) Running your own business requires a lot of running around. From bookkeeping to client meetings, you run it all. By the time you need to hire, you've run out of energy. Luckily, with Indeed Instant March, you immediately receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description the moment you sponsor a job. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Hiring can finally run smoothly with Indeed. To learn more, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Lines are fired up on Nathaniel Hackett and on Mike McCarthy. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. If you're a Jets fan, are you fired up or are you panicking right now? Well, you're fired up one way or another. Put it that way. Yeah, exactly. Fired up, ticked off. Yeah, I just... (laughs) Fired we're, up we're, we're betting it all that Nathaniel Hackett will be able to pull Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. Can you be fired up depressed? <laughs> well, let's find out. Talk exactly. There fans. you go. There Chris you go. in Indiana is up first on ESPN Radio. Chris, what do you got, bud? Hey, good afternoon, Kathy Carlin. Thanks for taking the call. Yes, sir. Um, as a lifelong Jets fan, I will say it's a coin flip as to whether or not they've screwed this up. That's how you feel about every decision as the Jets fan. But... <laughs> I, I think it's at least defensible in the fact that he's proven as an offensive coordinator. I mean, he had a top-five offense with Blake Bortles as his quarterback in, in uh, Jacksonville then managed to, to help Aaron Rodgers win multiple MVPs while he was there. So as an offensive coordinator, there's a track record. I'm just hoping that if they're going to put together a big package and try to make a splash, I'd rather see him go after like a Lamar Jackson or just sign a Derek Carr versus investing everything in a guy who's got, what, maybe a couple of years left in him. 
Yeah, I don't know if I can give him credit for what happened in Green Bay because no. Matt LaFleur was the play caller initially. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. Nathaniel Hackett didn't win the MVPs. Aaron yeah. Rodgers did. Yeah. As far as the 2017 Jacksonville Jaguars, congratulations. A squirrel finds an acorn every now and, and again. And it was not the year that, that Blake Bortles threw 40 touchdowns. No, it wasn't the year that Blake Bortles threw 40 touchdowns. Do you want to know Blake Bortles' numbers? Yeah. He, 60% completion percentage, yeah. 3,600 yards passing, 21 touchdowns to 13 picks. That yeah. sounds average to me, the definition of average. Well, uh, honestly, to quote Dylan Brooks, pedestrian. Yeah. At best. Yeah. Matt, up next in Vegas on ESPN Radio. Matt, is it Mike McCarthy's fault? It's absolutely Mike McCarthy's fault. The team doesn't play discipline. They take too many penalties. Stupid things like Dalton Schultz not going out of bounds with forward progress. I mean, there's just no fear. And I'm all about, like, preaching resilience, but when are we going to see accountability from that team? I I think it's a great question, and the accountability is never going to come from ownership when you're talking about that stuff. But that's really what would bother me the most. Yes, the coach-quarterback relationship is a major thing. Yes. But – when I see those kinds of things, the Dalton Schultz play, the lack Which of... Which Dalton Schultz play? Well, both of them. Exactly. Um, the lack of a timeout after getting a sack that would at least leave you a chance, and instead you waste 35 seconds. 35 seconds! So you would have had a minute and 20, minute 24 on the clock. As opposed to, what, 40-something? As opposed to yeah. 50 seconds, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's... It's not that difficult to figure this stuff but out. But, Carlin, even going back to last year when you lost to San Francisco, the clock management on the final drive, how bad was that? Atrocious. And, Chris, that's what I really That's the head so coach's much, job, though. I, I know, and it's what I really have so much trouble grasping. How does the owner feel that good about this guy's leadership? How does he feel that good about it as if to say to that guy, I want you to coach as long as Tom Landry did? How? How do you watch the game, understand the game, and make the decision that we're good at the head coaching spot? How do you do it? I don't know how you do it, Carlin. And at the very least, Jerry Jones has to admit, maybe Mike McCarthy is not the problem, but Mike McCarthy ain't the solution to the problems either. I mean, think about it. When you have a matchup with coaches like Kyle Shanahan or a matchup with Nick Sirianni or a matchup with Andy Reid or, hell, even a matchup with Zach Taylor – do you feel good about your chances if you're the Dallas Cowboys? No. No. Come on. Mike in New Mexico up next on ESPN Radio. Mike, what's going on? And I just want to call and say, well, first of all, how you guys doing? Sorry we're, about that. We're great, man. Thanks uh, for checking just in. Wanna, just want to call and say, uh, I think we just need to do away with Kellen Moore. Um, this guy, to me, just lives by tearsy through Dak. He wants to be a quarterback so bad. He's just out there trying to live his dream through someone else. He, I don't know. We, we see the win probability when Dak is throwing the ball less than 25 times. Give the ball, let the ball run, don't the uh, equal amount of times. We're winning every game just about. Well, the and other day, I can't blame pick- him for that as much when they lost Pollard because Zeke Elliott making $18 million this year did Jack Squadoosh. Yeah, I give them credit for trying to be patient with Zeke. I mean, he had 10 carries for 26 yards. Yeah. That's awful. It was terrible. Yeah. So, and, so it wasn't about the run game yesterday. And I, I don't know what that is, like living vicariously through him. I, I would look at Kellen Moore and I would say, did Kellen Moore become a worse coach this year than he was last year? 
Mm-hmm. I think that's tough to hang on him. Well, here's the thing. The bar for the Dallas Cowboys can't be back-to-back seasons where you have double-digit wins, right? No. It can't be about what you're going to do in the regular season because we admit that this team, from a talent standpoint, has enough to compete for a championship. But that's what the owner's and Colin, doing. you that's... ain't sniffed the championship. I know, but this you... is what the owner's doing right now. He's saying what's going on right now is good enough. We can get it done. That's not the problem. Well, think about it. Your head coach has to be the difference when you're talking about being marginally better against teams that are on par from a talent standpoint. And that's the problem. You fall short against head coaches that are better than you are because you can't out-talent other people. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, more of your calls in response to who's to blame and the whole clandestine operation around the Dallas Cowboys right now. You'll hear more from Mike McCarthy if you didn't hear it earlier from what he had to say today. Oh, yeah, and then we also got the news that Dan Quinn will be returning as the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. That's confirmed by Ed Werder, among others. Yeah, Clarence Hill Jr. from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, like... Dan Quinn is coming back. Mm-hmm. No questions about Dan Quinn's future. But all of a sudden, we got a lot of questions about Kellen Moore's future. I'm telling you, that raises a couple eyebrows for me on Dan Quinn. Yeah. It really does. And, and I'm not saying Dan Quinn should be out, but I, I just find it very interesting that— That he's opting in. Yeah. With all of this turmoil going on on the Dallas Cowboys staff. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Plus, can he or can't he? It's all on the way. Next, can't he and Carlin, ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Anita Baker. It's her mm. birthday today, Carlin. And you know how I realized it was her birthday? My favorite quarterback, Jalen Hurts. He's starting to become my favorite quarterback, right? Like, if he wasn't before, he is now because he gave Anita Baker a shout-out, said he's bumping Anita Baker per usual. Happy birthday. That is cool. Love to see that from Jalen Hurts. Well done, Jalen. Well done. How can you not trust a quarterback that loves Anita Baker? I don't know that you can't. Exactly. I don't know that you can't. Yeah. Does Tua love Anita Baker? I'm Probably guessing Probably no. not. <laughs> Probably not. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. It is a game that we like to play because Chris's last name is Canty. So, of course, that game is called Canty or Canty. The question is simple. simple, simple. Canty or Canty? But only one man can answer. And that's Chris Canty. We will fire questions at him in a rapid pace, and he will tell us, Canty or Canty? Chris Canty. What's up? Patrick Mahomes can go over 281 passing yards. Canty or Canty? I'm going to go under, and we had Tyler Fulgham from the Daily Wager crew on the show earlier today, and he said that it's probably not going to happen. 
and he pointed out all of the struggles that the passing game against Lou Anarumo and that Bengals defense has faced uh, uh, from the Chiefs' perspective. But here's the thing. I think the formula for success for Kansas City is not necessarily going to be on Pat Mahomes' right arm. It's going to be on the legs of Isaiah Pacheco and off the backs of the offensive line. Carlin, I think this has to be a ground-and-pound type of game for Kansas City. Protect your quarterback. Protect your defense by being able to limit the possessions that the, the Bengals get on offense by being able to control time of possession, and that's through the running game and Isaiah Pacheco. If you look at all three of the previous matchups between these two over the last couple of years, the Kansas City Chiefs have been able to run it for more than 130 yards in all of those matchups. So I, I like the idea of Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy leaning on the ground game. That means a lower passing yards total for Pat Mahomes. Kenny or Canty brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Chris Canty, Joe Mixon is going to go over 58 and a half rushing yards. Kenny or Canty? He can't with a capital T. Now, here's Ooh. the thing, Carlin. The lead rusher for the Cincinnati Bengals has gone over that number two of the three matchups these two teams have faced off in. But the offensive line is a concern. Alex Kappa, Jonah Williams, still listed as day-to-day. Guys not practicing. Ultimately, they're going to be down three starters from the group that they started the season with because of the Lyle Collins injury as well. I don't think they're going to be able to move the front seven for the Kansas City Chiefs, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, and George Karloftis, and Derek Nandi. So, no, I don't think that Joe Mixon is going to go over on that rushing total. Number. He can't. Jalen Hurts going to go over 60, rather 46 and a half. Rushing yards, can he or can't he? Yeah, I'm going to say he can. And I get it. Everybody is saying that the 49ers defense has to try to make Jalen Hurts one-dimensional. Take away the Eagles' run game, force him to throw the ball down the field. Only problem is Jalen Hurts can do that, Carlin. And if you're D'Amico Ryans, you don't want to allow explosive plays. As much as you don't want to let the, let the Eagles run, you can't allow A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith to go off because we know that Jalen Hurts can get them to football in one-on-one coverage. And we know that that offensive line can hold up in pass protection. So I'm going to say Jalen Hurts gets a little action in the run game, too. Mm. And he's going to get some mileage. So I'm taking the over on 46.5 rushing yards. Brock Purdy is going to go over 222.5 passing yards. Can he or can't he? I'm going to go under that number, Carlin. I don't like it. And, and I don't think that has to be – I don't think that's the path to victory for Kyle Shanahan because you don't want to put this on Brock Purdy. If it's on Brock Purdy, if he has the amount of pass attempts where he could go over that number – He's also going to have a lot of sacks, and he's going to have a lot of turnovers. That ain't what you want in this matchup. Philadelphia Eagles defense, they're top five in turnovers for a reason, Carlin. They, they can get them in bunches. One of the reasons why Brock Purdy has been able to win every single start is because the 49ers have won the turnover battle in every single start. I, I, I don't know that you want to make this a drop-back game, mm. and so for that reason, I don't think Brock Purdy goes over 222 passing yards. I need you to stick to the integrity and the rules of Kenny or Canty. It is not over-under. It is he can or he can't, much like Jeopardy in the form of a question. So please answer accordingly. Otherwise, we won't count it. Okay, so we're going to go under. Now, you, I said don't go over or under. You say, I say, 
Can he go over 222 and a half passing yards? And you say he can't. I did say he can't. No, you said I led with under. that. I, you said we're going under. I led with that. What are you talking? Oh, we got to have to get a review. You know that commercial where they have the review? <laughs> we got to have a review, damn it. Get the tape. We got to have, we got to get the damn review. Keep the segment going. Let's go. In the meantime, Christian Dear McCaffrey God. can go over 61 and a half rushing yards against the Philadelphia Eagles. Can he or can't he? I'm going to say he can because he has to, Carlin. Mm-hmm. If they can't run the football, they got no shot. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles have given it up in certain instances in the run game. Remember that Monday night football game against the Washington Commanders when they got bludgeoned? I think the Commanders ran the ball 49 times against that Eagles defense. So it's not like they can't get got. But that offensive line and those running backs, the ball carriers, have to make up in their mind what kind of game this is going to be. And we got to also acknowledge these are the two most physical teams in the National Football League. So this is going to be an old school slobber knocker. I know you hadn't heard that term in a while, but Christian McCaffrey is going to have to go over 61 and a half yards if they're going to have any chance of winning this game. So I'm going to say he can. I think Gorilla Monsoon was the last person I heard use the word slobber knocker. Yeah. And if you didn't notice in that last response, I said he can twice. I did. Okay. I noticed. All right. The Eagles are your Super Bowl favorites. They can win it at plus 250. Good value. Can he or can't he? Or can they or can't they? I'm going to say that's good value. How could you not? I mean, think about it. Out of the four teams, you probably feel the best about the Eagles getting to the Super Bowl than any of the other ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of the disparity in the quarterback matchup. I mean, with Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow, that's the coin flip. I mean, with this particular game, uh, a one-day rest advantage – 49ers flying across the country. This is a spot that the Eagles should take care of their business. I would be shocked if they don't win this football game. I'm going to give you one last one for fun because he's done it before. Jamar Chase had three touchdowns in Week 17 last year against Kansas City. He is at plus 2,600 to score three or more touchdowns. Can he or can't he? I'm going to say he can't. And the reason I'm going to say he can't, Carlin, is because Vegas says he can't. (laughs) The over-under is at 47 and a half for the Chiefs Bengals game. Carlin, 59% of the cash is on the under. <laughs> I'm going under when it comes to Jamar chasing the three touchdowns, so I'm going to say he can't. Coming up, more of your reaction to both the Jets hiring of Nathaniel Hackett and Mike McCarthy, plus the quarterbacks who have the most to gain this weekend. At least one of them is certainly going to surprise you. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can watch and listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.